Let's do it. And now, shining the spotlight on the future of hockey. Hello, it's Thorne Byron of the Vancouver Giants. I'm Kirby Dock of the Saskatoon Blades. I'm Dylan Cousins of the Westbridge Hurricanes. Hey guys, this is Cam here. Spencer Knight. This is Matt Foldy. It's Alex Turcott from Team USA. Hi, it's Maurice Sider from the Adelaide Mannheim. This is Alexis Lafreniere of the Rimouski Oceanic. Major Junior. They were the best in the QMJHL, and now the Huskies are Memorial Cup champions. NCAA. Everybody in that Bulldog section's on their feet. The bench is ready to party as the UMD Bulldogs are back-to-back national champions. The World Juniors. Time winding down, and Finland has won the World Junior Championship in Vancouver in spectacular style. The NHL Draft. With the first pick overall, the New Jersey Devils are proud to select from the U.S. program, Jack Hughes. And more. Unbelievable. Wow. Incredible. This is the Pipeline Show. All right. Well, good weekend, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. I apologize right off uh, the bat for a couple of things. Uh, number one, I'm feeling a little under the weather. It just kind of snuck up on me here in the last little bit. And uh, so I don't, I'm not sure if my voice uh, sounds uh, normal. Uh, I, I'm a little congested, though. So I apologize for that. If I sound sick, uh, it might be because I am, am or I am uh, getting sick. That's the first thing. Second thing. Last week, I, uh, as I was doing the uh, the final bit on the uh, last week's episode, I knocked over my mic stand, and I think I screwed up my mic. So uh, it may sound a little wonky. I haven't got a replacement yet. In one of the segments uh, this week, I did try uh, a secondary uh, microphone that I have, but I don't like the way it sounds. Uh, so I hope this is okay. Uh, I apologize if, uh, if there's a little bit of uh, background noise or something like that. It's actually internal in the microphone. I did some sort of damage to the diaphragm. So uh, I apologize. If the, uh, the mic sounds a little bit off this week, I will uh, try to correct that. Um, anyway, let's get right to the uh, the show. And uh, first off, thanks uh, for coming back. If you're a returning listener and if you're a newcomer to the Pipeline Show, then welcome aboard. Let's get to the uh, the question of the day. That's how we always start things off uh, here on the program. Uh, and this week's question I put up on Twitter. It's uh, in advance of the 2020 World Junior Championship. And uh, in fact, most of the all the national team camps haven't started yet. Uh, but what's your predicted finish look like right now uh, for the podium? Uh, I want your uh, three medal winners, gold, silver, bronze. And uh, who's going to lead the tournament in scoring? And I don't just mean uh, goal scoring, but in uh, overall points. Uh, a number of people have uh, replied already, which is uh, always great. Uh, and uh, one uh, one or two players are getting a lot of, uh, a lot of love early. Tony has uh, the U.S. winning, followed by Russia and Sweden. He uh, goes as far to say Canada will finish fifth. And uh, his leading score says it's going to be a tie be- between uh, Cole Caulfield and Ilya Podkolzin uh, from uh, Team Russia. Uh, Nick said he's got Russia, followed by Russia and Canada. He also has Cole Caulfield uh, leading the tournament in scoring. Alfonso has Russia winning the championship, followed by Canada and the United States, with Cole Caulfield uh, leading the scoring. Uh, he also says Alexi Lafreniere uh, in the mix there as well. And Nolan has Canada, followed by Sweden and the United States, with Alexi Lafreniere, the uh, leading scorer in the tournament. You can keep your uh, responses coming to me, even after this uh, the show comes out. And I can't uh, say on the air who uh, you uh, what your predictions are, but you can still uh, 
get involved in the conversation. You can follow me on Twitter at TPS underscore Gee. Let's get to the uh, news and notes, and uh, we'll start in the CHL with the uh, the top 10 for this week. The Sherbrooke Phoenix, still number one overall, followed uh, right behind by the Moncton Wildcats, and I believe they play each other uh, this weekend. That'll be awesome. The number three spot is held down by the Ottawa 67s, who actually jumped up from uh, seven to number three. Also jumping up, the Prince Albert Raiders go from six to four. Shakutami holds steady at five. Everett drops a couple spots from four to six. The London Knights are now ranked number seven, followed by the Windsor Spitfires, Medicine Hat Tigers, and the Peterborough Peets close out the ranking in the number 10 spot. Look at the scoring race in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, and, uh, well... Uh, two of the Ramouski Oceanic are still in the top five. Alexi Lafreniere leads the league with 60 points. Cedric Paré has 54. Uh, Jacob Pelche now in third, followed by Alexander Hovanov. That's, uh, they're both from the Moncton Wildcats. Pelche has 49 points. Hovanov has uh, 48. Igor Sokolov of the Cape Breton Eagles is next with 47 points. Switching over to the Ontario Hockey League and the uh, Leading scorer in the OHL is still Connor McMichael. He has 56 points on the year. Arthur Kaliev uh, right behind him. So is uh, Jan Janik with a 54 uh, for both of those players. Quinton Byfield has 50 points now. And Marco Rossi, who was on the show not that long ago, uh, has 49 points. Undrafted Nico Dawes listed at uh, 6'4", 6'5", and uh, over 200 pounds. He's a top goaltender in the OHL in both the uh, goals against and save percentage category, uh, playing for the Guelph Storm. Also invited to Canada's World Junior Camp, uh, but undrafted this year. Now he does turn 19 in December. Just He's been the backup in Guelph the last couple of years, but uh, now the starter and uh, doing a fantastic job this season. I see a lot of people giving him a lot of love on uh, Twitter uh, throughout the, the course of this season, so uh, one to watch for there when you're thinking of the NHL draft. Meanwhile, in the uh, WHL, the uh, leading scorer, Dylan Cousins is uh, sitting on top. Alexi Protus and Jamie, Jimmy Hamblin of the Medicine Hat Tigers, all three of them tied with 42 points right now. Connor Zeri not that far behind with 39. And Oliver Ocular of the Lethbridge Hurricanes has 38 points. Uh, and the uh, top goaltender is the same guy in uh, both the goals against average and the save percentage category. That would be... Dustin Wolf of the Everett Silvertips. And right next to him in both categories is Joel Hofer of the Portland Winterhawks. Both of those guys will be going to their national team uh, world junior camps. Wolf for the U.S. and Hofer uh, for Canada. Uh, speaking of the WHL, some big trades here in the last uh, couple of days. In fact, last night, the Kelowna Rockets made a pair of moves. They uh, sent a first, a second, and a fifth round pick to the Seattle Thunderbirds in exchange for uh, Florida Panthers prospect Matthew Wedman. He's a 20-year-old, so that means Kelowna had to ditch an, another 20-year-old, and that would be Leif Matson. Uh, they did this uh, last week as well, picking up Jaden Joseph from Moose Jaw, and uh, that meant they moved out Kobe Moore, who they had picked up earlier in the season. So the carousel of 20-year-olds uh, continues uh, for the Kelowna Rockets. Still five weeks until the CHL trade deadline. They might not be done. I think uh, they probably are... Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to find a... A defenseman along the way. The natural next step from the CHL for a lot of players would be U Sports. Uh, let's look at the U Sports standings uh, across Canada as uh, all four conferences have now taken their, their, their off until 
the start of the uh, the new year. In OUA East, uh, Carlton enters the break sitting in first place with a uh, 15-2-1 record. They're followed by uh, UQTR, Ottawa, McGill, Concordia in that order. In the West, it's uh, Toronto with a 14-2 record in first place, uh, followed by Windsor, Ryerson, Guelph, and Brock is in fifth. And then you've got Lakehead, Waterloo, Laurier, Western, and York uh, rounding up the rest of the conference. In AUS, out in the Atlantic, Acadia has played 18 games. They sit in first place, but UNB has a game in hand and are just one victory behind Acadia. So a pretty tight race at the top of AUS standings. St. Mary's is third, followed by Les Aigles Bleus of Moncton. St. FX, UPEI, and uh, Dalhousie is in last place. And then we look at uh, Canada West, and uh, the University of Alberta has a four-point cushion atop Canada West standing. They are ahead of the USC Dinos and the Saskatchewan Huskies, uh, both tied uh, for second place. And uh, Mount Royal has uh, dropped to fourth as they've lost their last couple of games. Right now, Saskatchewan's on fire. They've won eight in a row, and it will be uh, Alberta and Saskatchewan opening weekend in uh, 2020. Manitoba, UBC, Lethbridge, and Regina round out the standings in uh, Canada West. South of the border in the NCAA, you look at the uh, top 20 rankings and Minnesota State coming into this weekend with a record of 12-1-1. They are now the number one ranked team. They received 44 of the 50 first place votes. That's on the USCHO poll. Cornell, who is a perfect 9-0, they are ranked number two. North Dakota is uh, now ranked number three ahead of Denver, who is four. Clarkson, five. The rest of the top ten is Penn State, Ohio State, Northeastern, Notre Dame, and Boston College. Then 11 through 20 goes like this. Massachusetts, Harvard, Bowling Green, Minnesota, Duluth, Providence at 15, UMass Lowell, Western Michigan, Omaha, Wisconsin, and the Arizona State Sun Devils are 20th. Some of the bigger games this weekend in the NCAA, and it doesn't look like it's a, an entirely a, a full schedule. I might be wrong on that, but... Cordell, who is ranked number two, takes on number 12-ranked Harvard. Uh, that should be a very good game. Elsewhere, you got number three, North Dakota, in Kalamazoo, taking on Western Michigan. Nebraska-Omaha is hosting defending a two-time defending champ, Minnesota-Duluth. They are both ranked in the top 20. Number one-ranked Minnesota State at home to Lake Superior. Notre Dame goes up against Boston College. That's the number nine against the number 10 team. And uh, number four, Denver, is in Phoenix to play Arizona State at the uh, oddly named Oceanside Ice Arena. That's number four against number 20. All right, that's it for the news and notes. Let's get to what's coming down the pipe today. We're going to start things off with an in-the-dub segment for Dub Network. It's also going to be our CHL Insider segment, and that, of course, for the store next door. And you can uh, follow them on Twitter, and uh, you see all the specials that they have as uh, Christmas right around the corner. So uh, last-minute shopping ideas for the hockey fan in your house. What they do is they take broken hockey sticks, and they turn that stuff into uh, some absolutely cool uh, furniture items or uh, collectible items, things like that, uh, display cases or, uh, you know, like puck racks. They have racks for hanging hockey equipment on. You can, but, I mean, uh, TV trays and uh, benches, stools. They make uh, raffle boxes, you know, if, you're, if your team is having a raffle or something like that and you need uh, a box to put all the entries in, uh, they make those out of broken hockey sticks as well. So really, lots of really cool ideas. 
If you have an idea of something they could make, you can uh, inform them of that, and uh, they'll see if they can uh, put it together for you as well. So uh, employing people with disabilities, really recommend you check out the store, nextdoor.ca. Alan Miller is the general manager of the Moose Jaw Warriors. He's the first guest you're going to hear from this week uh, here on the show as I uh, chatted with him before the Oil Kings and the Moose Jaw Warriors game earlier this week in Edmonton. Uh, and, we, of course, we talk about his team, but we also get into the whole hockey culture uh, subject as uh, that's kind of taken over the hockey landscape here over the last couple of weeks. From there to be our NCAA campus report, Peter Dilaberatore, defenseman with the Quinnipiac Bobcats, and a uh, for me, what is still a, a tongue twister of a name uh, to try to, uh, to accomplish. He's a sophomore for the Bobcats and having another strong season even though the Bobcats themselves have been up and down this year, he continues to play well, well enough that he has an invite to Canada's World Junior Camp. So I had a chance to speak with him about uh, that. Then we'll go to a conversation with uh, Grayson Polinchuk. That will be a U Sports update. Who's Grayson Polinchuk? Well, he is the uh, leading scorer for the University of Alberta Golden Bears right now and uh, one of the players who will be on the U Sport All-Star team that will play a couple of exhibition games against Canada's World Junior team in, uh, to help them get prepared for the World Junior Tournament. So I uh, had a chat with him about you know, his time with the University of Alberta Golden Bears so far, what's gone right for him because he's suddenly found uh, taking his offensive game to another level this year. Uh, but we look back at his WHL career and another guy we chat uh, about hockey culture with as uh, he played for Brent Sutter, who is a, a coach now who has the target put on his back. So we'll talk to uh, Grayson about uh, all of that. And we'll close out the show today with a 2020 draft spotlight segment. The player's name is Luke Reed. He plays for the Chicago Steel defenseman, and he's also playing for the United States at the World Junior A Championship, which uh, begins this weekend up in Dawson Creek, B.C. What's interesting about him, or one of the things that's interesting, is that uh, he's from Warman, Saskatchewan, grew up in Saskatchewan, played all his minor hockey in Saskatchewan, then went to the Penticton V's, for a year in the BCHL. He's now in year two in the USHL and is going to the NCAA. Has played for Canada in the past at the U-17s, but uh, for the Holinka Gretzky Cup in 2018, he switched to the United States and is uh, now playing for the country south of the border. He has dual citizenship, uh, but the, we, do, we do talk about that as well. So uh, lots to get to on the program today. We'll kick it off though with Alan Miller, GM of the Moose Jaw Warriors. That's for our in the dub segment, also our CHL Insider segment. And before we get to that, I should remind you about Pro Stock Hockey. Another place if you're looking for some uh, last-minute Christmas shopping, ProStockHockey.com. That's how you can follow them on Twitter as well, at Pro Stock Hockey. And they've been updating all of their inventory editions as well. And their website is ProStockHockey.com. Go check it out. All right, well, let's get to the guests on the show. Alan Miller, GM of the Moose Jaw Warriors. He's up first here on the Pipeline Show. Down on the end boards. Brandon turns it over. Peck Ford comes around. As Woosh shot, he scores! Jet Woosh snaps it far side over the glove of Logan Thompson, and the Warriors have extended their lead. Hi, this is Jet Woosh from the Moose Jaw Warriors, and you're listening to The Pipeline Show.
the biggest game of the season. The Edmonton Oil Kings Teddy Bear Toss, presented by The Brick. Saturday night at 7, bring your new bears to the game. And when the Oil Kings score their first goal, the fur will fly onto the ice. Help Santa's Anonymous collect thousands of bears for gifts this holiday season for families in need. Bring several bears to the game and help beat last year's record-breaking number. Oil Kings, Calgary Hitmen. Teddy Bear Toss, this Saturday night at Rogers Place. Very few tickets still remain. Get yours now, starting at just $20 at oilkings.ca.